Welcome to the Present and Sober podcast with your hosts, Sam Goldfinch and Ellie Crow. If you want to make your life bigger, not smaller, then this is the podcast for you. If you can sense that you're destined for more and you're curious about how drinking could be holding you back, listen in and come on this journey with us. Through the interplay of mind and body practices, we will help you elevate your daily life and discover the wonder and potential of going alcohol free. Let's make life bigger together. Hey, you lovely bunch of people. Right, this week we're going to be talking about the, well, some do's and don'ts of your first week alcohol or anything free. So, you know, very often it's that first week that we get kind of like very flustered about and kind of get a lot of thinking about that. And uh, yeah, we so we thought we'd put something together that would be useful, but you know, definitely if you're on the alcohol journey, but for many other things as well. Perhaps you want to be sugar free for a week. Perhaps you want to be anything free for a week. So this is uh, yeah, highly practical as as you know we like to be. Well, we we try to be. And um, what with it being uh, Ellie's birthday week, um, it was yesterday, the day that this, uh, the day after. We are now the day after, if you're listening to this on the day that this is released. You know what I mean. Um, we, we thought we'd drop one with um, a bit of silliness in it, a bit of uh, lightness and brightness. And um, yeah, this was one of those moments. Ellie loses it for a bit here. Um, and I think I'm on the verge as well. So uh, yeah, it seemed like a good one to air for this week. And uh, yeah, other than that, if you're listening to this when it's going out on the... So let me think about this. Hang on. The 10th of July, 2023... The Rebel Spirituality Podcast, which is just me, solo, waffling for 10 minutes or so a week. It's going to be really cool. That's going to launch. So if you haven't got your name on the list to find out all of the stuff about that for when it releases, all you need to do is hit the link in the show notes or go to rebelspirituality.com and you'll find links and things you can download. There's a really cool little kind of mini book that I've written in as uh, before my actual book comes out at some point in the future. So definitely be sure to go and check that stuff out. And um, yeah, I think that's it. I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are, walking the dog or... I don't know. Perhaps the dogs walking you. I seem to there seem to be a lot of people in the park near me with large dogs, and they seem to walk their owners. So potentially it could be that way around. Um, I'm not really sure I'm making any sense now. So before I make even less sense, I'll shut up and hand you over to me and Ellie. See you there. Yo, welcome to. Was <laughs> that a bit loud? <laughs> wow. I think it might. <laughs> Anyone, I don't know if the video is going to go out, but I felt like I just got punched in the face by Ellie's voice. Uh, yeah, right. a, a vocal punch. There we go. Um, uh, by the way, I just before we get started today, I feel like I need to. Um, you don't know what's coming here, wondering what I'm going to talk about. Uh, I read out a review and I didn't realize that there was more to it, and oh. um, I missed half of it off. So I want to go back to great <laughs> during remodels, wonderful five star review and read the what, whole thing what did you do just not click the show me more bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway um serious just not seriously relatable brilliant creative compassionate hopeful practical deep soulful and hilarious ba- and background again they banter waffle and spew fountains of wisdom that spring forth from some cosmic river which they make clear we can all access and then this is the bit that I missed. No shame, blame. No, hang on. Sorry. No shame, blame game. Relevant guest speakers. I could go on and on. They make sense even when they've gone off into nonsense. <laughs> this is the stuff. This is the sauce that makes the experience and flavor of a life not drinking 
tolerable, interesting, and full of sweet grace, a well-being well. I love that. Deep and refreshing. So grateful. These two have created this podcast. Can you tell? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good, isn't it, that? Yeah, it's a fucking that. good job I found the second half of that. So uh, thank you. Great during remodel. Really appreciate it. And um, do do go leave us a review. I like reading these out. It's um, amusing. But not yeah, quite as amusing you run out. as Sam's impression. It wasn't an impression, actually. It's more... I don't know, really. I'll just I was challenged. It. it was magnificent. You challenged me. Sam sang, you can go your own way in a Japanese accent. And it was, it was delightful. But he's, um, you're going to share it with us now, Mr. Not Sam? Right now. I don't know if I'll ever be able to do that again. You know, when you sort of know, when there's just no walls up, you just got, I got caught off guard. The next thing I know, there it was. And I feel like if I tried to do it now, I'd try too hard. And it wouldn't, okay. it just wouldn't be the same. All right. Well, if in if you would like to hear Sam's rendition of "Go Your Own Way" in a Japanese accent, then just let us know in the Facebook group. If somebody could just maybe start a post, we can tot up how many members want to revisit the crime we, scene. We should probably make it very clear that although I'm not sure it was actually a Japanese accent, my attempt and mm-hmm. accents aren't my strong point. So. so th- so let, let us know in the group and we'll get Sam to do it. We're going to be, um, oh, actually, I'm not going to say that because I'm not sure when this is going Come out. Come on, on with the show. Don't, with the show. don't. Oof. Right. So today we are talking about your first week. So it could be your first sober week or your first week without whatever the thing is that you're not having a week of. Yeah. <laughs> Yogurt. A week off. Yogurt. Yeah. Oh God, here we go. Uh, waffles. You can yoga. No, it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. fit waffles. Yeah, week off. No, no one can have a weef. A weef. A weef off waffles. A weef off waffles. No one said to me, Mummy, do you know what a tongue twister is? Because she learned a tongue twister um, that's all to do with feathers. Come on, let's and hear it. I can't remember what it is. Something to do with feathers. Can you do, can you do Peter and Piper? Smart feathers. Anyway, and then the kids all say farting and it's really funny. So it just reminded me of that, the old wella, wella, wella waffles. Love a, love a tongue twister. Can you can you do Peter Piper? Nope. No, you're not even can you try. do it in a Japanese accent? I, I can't even do it in my accent. Okay. So we're talking about what to do and not do Oh yeah. in, in your first week. And we're going to rotate between the, the do-don't pairings. <laughs> Do-de-do, don't-de-don't. Right. So the first one. I'm going to start this off because I've been instructed to steer the ship, whatever that means. So prepare for a sh- uh, probably a ship that's been crashed, I imagine. What's happening over there? Coco's giving me a side eye because I gave her the pointy finger to not scrap the blanket off the chair that she's ruined. Yeah. Right. I feel I feel like I'm in an um, altered state of consciousness today. Yeah, me too. It's bad. bad I'm news. not sure it's higher. Bad news for recording a podcast. Well, let's see how we go. If it's an utter <laughs> shit show, we'll release it like we always do. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
So the first one's quite good for just gen- <laughs> a general orientation towards this podcast as well. Do drop your expectations. <laughs> ah, right. While Eddie pieces it back together again, I will. Um, I think I'm going to lose it today as well. So yes, <laughs> don't assume that I'm closing my eyes and talking into the microphone because otherwise I'm going to lose it. Um, <laughs> Don't assume that it's going to be a certain way. Yes, we're going to cover some things that may happen that, you know, that are quite common for people in terms of, well, we'll get there. But uh, don't assume. See, I can't, I can't, this is absolute nonsense. I feel like I might have to actually um, <laughs> to regroup, <laughs> to be honest, because... <laughs> I feel like I've just said the same thing over and over again. We haven't got anywhere. We're about 10 minutes in and it's just absolutely shite. <laughs> right, get a grip. Come on. Okay. So, yeah. So I basically, I'll tell a story. That's how I'll start this off. I, uh, ages ago, um, I worked with this chap and he sent me an email. This is prior to us starting a little, um, I was, I was going to coach him. Um, I did. So, um, but before we started our coaching, he, he sent me a message and he was like, look, I've been reading up on what will happen to me over the first week or two weeks alcohol free. And I know it's going to be a living hell. That were the actual words he used. Wow. Um, because he'd been learning about the, oh man, I always say dopamine system because I can't say it right. Dopaminergic system. Freaking did it. There we go. Um, and he was like, and this is going to happen and that's going to happen. And it was really funny because all I sort of replied to him was, um, Let's just see. Let go of all of that. Let's just see what happens. And for whatever reason, we didn't, you know, when we started, I can remember him sending me an email a couple of weeks later going, bloody hell, hardly any of that stuff I thought was going to happen, happened. Mm. It's, uh, mm. So when we say drop expectations, it's like whatever you've heard, whatever scary stories you might have picked up and all that kind of stuff, it, you, you just don't know a lot of the mm. time. Like it's yeah. going to be so much of it is going to be dictated by your kind of state of mind and all that kind of stuff. So the less you can kind of panic yourself and freak yourself out about it, the better, I say. Yeah, I agree. It's almost like um, the the less you know, the better. It, it just, I mean, in terms of um, like I'm all for being informed, <clears throat> but thinking about when I went through the alcohol experiment, I was kind of fresh into the whole thing never taken a break before, didn't, I hadn't kind of heard about what to expect. I just, and, and the thing is I'd started early as well. So in terms of the content and the stuff that I was learning about alcohol and hearing, <clears throat> excuse me, hearing about from other folks that were in the experiment, because I'd started early, I'd kind of gone through the initial bits mm. and pieces that, you know, people might, oh, God, day, day three's the worst. Day four, oh, God, day, day three and day four, they're the, by far the worst days. Well, I was already through them, so it it didn't colour my experience. So I think um, it can be helpful to not kind of overconsume, and particularly, like, taking on other people's narrative or experience because it's not necessarily going to be yours like if day if universally day three and day four were the worst days then clearly i'd have had the same experience and i didn't i didn't i had an experience i had my experience but it wasn't that it was you know day three and day four was just you know fucking terrible 
Yeah, it's really fair. It's a really good point you make, actually. I feel like what, because for me as well, I didn't really, so here, so a few of the things that I didn't have a concept of, difficult days, the pink cloud, all these things mm. that we hear, I didn't, I didn't even really know that they were a thing unless I'd, you know, read about them. And, and like, I think back then a lot of the quitlet was out was the kind of, um, what do you call it? Like memoir style stuff, yeah. which I found really helpful, but it wasn't sort of, wasn't the same as a lot of the stuff that's come out that's very rooted in science, et cetera. And I think the problem, one of the problems can be is that we can um, innocently pick up on other people's almost like, I want to say like superstitions. It's like all oh, day nine, yeah. day nine. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah, but they're actually, there might be some general, well, there's definitely some stuff around, you know, neurotransmitters recalibrating. How long does yeah. it take for our sleep to come back? But we're all so different as well. And I think, for, so for me, I didn't have a concept, like the pink, the pink cloud's a good example of this. I had no concept of it. Maybe we should do an episode on that as well. We haven't done that, I don't think. Um, oh man, I can't even have an idea without forgetting my original idea. That's, that's talk about superstitions. Oh. I like I like the way that you phrased it. But mm. it, And it's like, so I would notice that there were p- periods where I would feel kind of incredibly grateful, very like, you know, and then there would be periods where, I'd feel a bit like, oh man, it's a bit like walking through treacle this week. Mm. And then, but I would, I would always, but because I, that's how experience works and it changes and it's always ebbing and flowing. I'd kind of just remember that. But if I'd had a concept of what, oh God, is this, this, or is that, or is this, that? So, you know, I think it's just worth knowing that, that your experience will be your experience. You know, that, that looping thing that some people have as well, where they say, I always get today this, and then I start again, or it's like, yeah, until that gets broken. And then it's like, well, what was that? What was going on? And a lot of it is, it, it's innocent, but it's just kind of this stuff that we've picked up. Like, yeah, think of it more like a superstition than a reality kind of thing. Mm. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so do that. Do drop your expectations. If you notice you've got them, any of the, oh God, this is going to be terrible. All that kind of stuff. Just, just who knows? Who knows? Mm. Um Okay, second one. I like this. Oh, this kind of fits in, mate. But so we've had a do. Now we're doing a don't. Don't believe everything you think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Go on then. You um, sounded like that was the noise of uh, of someone who wants to share. <laughs> yeah, I. it's pretty much what I tell myself on a daily basis to not believe the first thing that I think or not believe anything that I think, actually. Uh, I've often described in my, what happened in my experience when I busted the big belief I had about alcohol relaxing me it was it opened up this sort of chasm of right I'm I'm willing to be wrong about everything now willing to be Mm. wrong about absolutely everything because we have these like god yes it's incredible being in these human bodies these skin suits but like we we just get lost we get utterly lost in the experience that we create and we're just we're totally caught like that the mind stream that like ongoing fucking narrative that starts from the second you wake up and it's like all all day long and to just really gently when you become aware of it remind yourself that that's kind of operating all of its own accord and you don't have to swim along in it. You can step out of it whenever you like. Then it's 
it, it something magical happens because like we, we all often hear about people trying to slow the thought stream down or trying to um people will talk to me about like I just I just want to break from the noise and I, and I and I know that feeling well but the the way to get a break is to not try to stop thinking because mm. you're never going to be able to achieve that that's a that that's something that's operating all of its own accord but you choose where you put your focus and that's where your power is yeah, you reminded me of that awesome Dan Millman quote, which I might mash, but I'm pretty sure it's, uh, you know, we don't need to control our thinking. It's just don't want it to control us. And I think there's this, yeah, this this idea that to me, it's kind of like if you imagine a flame, a fire that's burning um, that we don't have any control of, it it will burn out in its own time or it's it's doing its own thing, but we don't have to fan the flames. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of the time that's what we're what we're doing when we're in there trying to set it's 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 funny that the actual action of trying to clear our mind of thoughts in that way often fills our head with more stuff. Um when actually it's the act of just stepping back. Um um yeah, of course of course these are metaphors, there's different ways of talking about it. But yeah, no, and I think that's important. And I'm not sure if this is the not sure if we'll end up um sort of repeating ourselves later i don't think we will um this is a it looks like your mind is going to probably throw a whole bunch of stuff at you over the course of the first week of being free from anything mm. and often you know we make that decision based on wisdom based on a knowing a true knowing like proper knowledge not the kind of like information that you just like hold in your head but a, oh, i don't want to do this anymore like i mm. And then we can make that decision. And then it, within the space of hours, sometimes minutes, our thoughts and feelings might appear to be giving us conflicting information. And that's because a lot of the time, and we've you know, shared this many times, but our thoughts and feelings aren't always going to correlate with what we want. Sometimes they will. And sometimes they'll sort of be delivering us absolute feckin' nonsense. Mm. Um, so yeah, don't you don't have to believe it. Like give yourself the week. Give yourself the week. Um and uh yeah see how you are at the end of that yeah and so a really practical level like you know if you if you're if you've removed alcohol you're having your first break from alcohol and <clears throat> you notice that you feel triggered there's like you don't have to believe the specific thoughts that come up but what you can do is use it as like the temple bell as the recognition that there's an opportunity to gather some data and explore what's happening and well why 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 might might it be the case that I feel triggered write mm. the thoughts down as a place to to just put them outside of your own head and it might make sense to use them uh, to to work specifically on changing your beliefs or it might just help to just see them in in black and white in front of you um and similarly you know if you feel, if you feel a, a craving and there's a bunch of thoughts that come along with that, then it's hugely powerful to just give yourself some space to, in a really like gentle hands-off way, just explore what's going on mm. without taking any form of action. You can always choose to drink later on, but when do we ever sit with a craving? You know, typically I would have the urge 
and that would satisfy the urge. So what you're doing now is a really different thing and it's to be revered and celebrated. And the more space that you can give yourself, the more magic will happen and the more you will be blown away with the things that you discover. Yeah. And you'll, there's, there, there isn't any substitute for kind of um, experience in this realm of mm. the Zoom, like what you've learned from your zoomed out perspective of that week where you see, oh, hang on a minute. I had that experience, that craving on on Tuesday night. And it really, I really, God, I was so close and I really didn't think I was going to, but I woke up Wednesday morning and I was like, what was the fuss about? And that, that's, mm. that's such a common experience for us. You know, the, the whole thing we hear is no one ever woke up in the morning and thought, oh, thank God I got wankered last night. Like yeah. it doesn't work like that. So, so there's stuff that we learn and it's happening at, an, at a subconscious level as well, that like in a way that we don't even know. So that's, yeah, I love that. Okay. You ready for the next do? Yeah. What are we going to do? Proper profound. I put do stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think you, had, you think you said, yeah, like nice things, self-care stuff. And I'd put down like, uh, here's my list. Uh, gym, <laughs> swim. Gym, uh, gym and swim. Does it all rhyme? Uh, gym, swim, take out the bin. There you go. That's, that's I need a... to do that today. Tuesday's bin day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is here as well. Well, for, well, it is. Well, Wednesday is, but I have to take it oh, out on a Tuesday. So it's not really so. bin day then. You lied. No, it's not. No. Fibber. I was actually <laughs> yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. It was today. Do um, you have a bin shoot? When I lived in an do apartment. I have a bin shoot? Yeah, went well, back in back in the the university days. My very first apartment very was first. a flat that I rented. Had a bin shoot. You used to put your stuff in the bin and it would go down no, the bin shoot. although I do have a story about bin shoots. When I lived in you Poland... You didn't get in one, did you? You um, did. Not that I can remember. When I lost lived in Poland... lost your glasses in one. <laughs> and I lost shoes. my glasses in a few places. No. Um, let me finish my story. When I was in Poland, living in this old uh, communist-era block of flats, it was amazing, actually. Even when it was like minus 25 outside, we had to open the windows on a Saturday because it was so fucking warm inside. Um because obviously we'd get the heat from all the other apartments. Anyway, stay with me. This is a very interesting story. And uh, there was bin shoots, but they'd been they'd been like sealed, so you couldn't use the bin shoots anymore. But we got absolutely infested with cockroaches because oh. <laughs> they were they're from like another flat or something like that. And we came home one like one night, and mate, the entire place, the entire like they were bloody everywhere. They really were. Um, so that took a while to sort out. We had to get, I, I can't remember if we had to leave the flat to get them to sort it or anyway, there's my bin shoot story. So but what happened? What, what did I have to do with the bin shoot? Well, because the sealed bin shoots, that's where that's where the, the cockroaches, cockroaches had come from. That's how yes. they'd made their way from the, the next door flats or whatever to Through our flat. Because our flat obviously was spotless. There was mm. not, um, I am, so I'm quite clean. Jim. Jim, swim. swim, put the bin out. Yeah, take is out. That, the is bin. that it? Jim, swim, um, take out the bin. Uh, right. Uh, I'll throw well, no, but do stuff. Oh, hang on. Yeah, do stuff. Do, do stuff. And and also under this banner is doing stuff like being kind to yourself, mm. like speaking nicely to yourself, rewarding yourself, reminding yourself of the wonderful thing that you are doing. Um, and and just taking the opportunity to listen to how you talk to yourself and rectify that. I mean, that's a huge thing. It can have a huge impact on your day to day and how you feel and your motivation levels. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, ge general wonderful acts of self care, and it can be 
it can be things that that seem obvious like um movement and or having a bubble bath and all of that sort of stuff it can be things like that but it's also the little micro things i've talked before about like how if i meal prep at the beginning part of the day so that when the kids come back at the end of the day and it's bedlam my afternoon self is very very thankful to morning ellie for doing that little you know that small act of self-care for myself to make my the back end of my day easier so as far as alcohol is concerned if like me your you your what i was doing was drinking at the back end of the day as a means of checking out rest release relaxation then think about how you can ease the back end of your day and set yourself up with some other nourishing forms of activity or inactivity Mm. that are going to help you to to wind down and um switch off yeah yeah that's it now i think the other thing that's cool is uh you know do stuff even if you don't feel like it so here's my experience anyway is that i'm not going to talk for everybody but it's definitely mine that I quite often <laughs> don't like don't feel like doing stuff that I know that I want to do. So exercising or whatever it might be. Um, and I also know that the natural kind of do- like dopamine release and the kind of and like the kind of um boost that we get from exercising, we can feel like completely different people. So if mm. it, even if it's just like I don't it depends what your thing is, right? You know, whether it, it could be a hit workout, it could be um, going swimming it could be going to the gym it could be going for a walk it could be going for a run but but doing stuff like that even if you don't feel like it um is is a really really powerful thing because it will change your state like one of the quickest ways to change your state is to is to move like to shift mm-hmm. your neurology to what you know whatever it is that makes sense to you and i think if you're in a funk it's kind of one of those double-edged sword is it like the last thing we often want to do when we're in a funk is do that thing but if we can just get ourselves to it, then within mm. a minute or two of starting it, we're grateful that we have. And then afterwards we feel very different. So yeah, I think, um, yeah. And that includes taking the bin out as well. Cause I mean, I didn't, I never want to take the bin out, but I feel good about it after I've taken it out. Yeah. You know what you need? A bin shoot. Right. What's <laughs> you a, say what? servant. So, yeah. <laughs> you need a servant. I'm no. one of those. No servants. I don't right, want a what bin a... shoot. What, they, they don't seem, I don't know. No, we're beyond that now. Right, what are we don't doing? Don't isolate yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, It's it's always better to do this stuff in some form of community. And that might be, you might be in a program like the Alcohol Experiment or The Path, or it might be that you just have a, a little group of people that you've met through these different communities that you're mm. taking a break with. Um, I do lots of women's small coaching groups and the ladies beyond the term that we're together will then carry on as a friendship group. And so just having people that understand what you're working on and and why, you know, we so often, and part of the reason I run these groups is because other people in our lives don't necessarily get it in the same way as people that are, why are you smiling at me like that? (laughs) (laughs) this completely put me off Um, (laughs) something was happening behind me that shouldn't be um i didn't even notice i was doing it i was clearly just engaged by what you were saying you're just loving it um we, we need to have people in our lives and around us that 
that understand it and that's not necessarily going to be the folk that we live with or share the majority of our lives with so having people that like it's really um when you start to take a, a step into these communities it's really liberating and uh, what's the word i'm looking for um it's really comforting because you find people like you're not on your own you're not on your own at all and anything that you think that you know this terrible thing that i've done or experienced like somebody else has too and so being willing to be vulnerable is a massive part of your spiritual growth and so I, I i just i really want people to find it doesn't matter what the space is but find a space where you belong and and for some people that might be like i mean god you know aa you can go to a meeting anywhere like be you know to just be around people to have that connection so it, it doesn't matter as i say what the the forum is but having one having somewhere that you can plug into yeah love it and it could just be often with these things it's just a buddy it's just a pal mm. that you're that you're doing it with or like a friend who's gonna support you or and even if you're not at a point where you feel like you're ready to kind of fully open up about something there's having a a, a one week you know challenge or a, or a 30 day break or something like that people are you put that out there to your mates, people all often, like I see people now doing those things, going out, going out together and and, and both not drinking as a way of supporting each other or, or whatever it might be. So yeah, that's it. So yeah, do not, do not isolate yourself. And I can speak from experience of having had a long, a long period away from alcohol where I didn't isolate myself, but I also wasn't actively looking for a tribe of people who kind of understood the journey that I'd been on. And I think that was one of the key things that really helped me kind of like find my my freedom i kind of it's it was so obvious to me um yeah now this is a bit we've been waiting for oh so this is a do isn't it yeah this is a do this is you can go your own way well, sam you do yeah. it your own way but yeah, yeah do, you can go your do own it your way. own way you can go your own way that's beautiful do it in no, you can't you can't you can't just you can't just i'm not falling for it but yeah you got to do it your own way you have there's there's no one way to do this and there's no prescription wisdom over prescription um mm. yeah and yeah if this looks like going away somewhere for a few days to explore awesome if it looks like not changing anything Awesome, because you know you well, hear you people say, not "Changing your pants there." <laughs> well, I mean, do that if you want. Change your underpants, but your on-top pants probably get away with that for a week, can you? Be all right. Well, not a week. Oh, come on! Life's a festival. That's how you got to think Life's about a festival. it. Um, depends. I mean, it depends what you're doing. If you're just sitting at home, which you won't be, because you'll be doing stuff. Um, but yeah, is there anything else to add other than that? Is it other than you trying to set me up to? No, well, that that is that is very worthwhile. Oh, no, that's. I wonder whether that wasn't heard that, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was weird. That must have floated <clears throat> in through the Congo. window or something. Mm. Right. All okay. I was going to say was about watching out for comparison, as good old Teddy mm. Teddy Roosevelt says. Comparison is the thief of joy. There you go. So. 
the sh- one surefire way to undermine yourself and have yourself feel bad is to start comparing where you're at versus somebody else and and also where you're at versus where you might like to be you know measuring the the whole gap situation so just allow it to unfold as it is and love every part of it for what it is mm. and it being uniquely yours because you are uniquely you yes and it's worth pointing out that things might be a bit uncomfortable but that's not bad if you actually very often the most the greatest learnings we have are when when things are a bit uncomfortable and learning to be comfortable in the natural uncomfortable feelings and things that come up because we're human sometimes is a far kinder and less pressured way of living than trying to always be comfortable like mm. it's 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 like a it's just true it's just true um so yeah oh i like the next one I like this don't. It's good. So we've got don't misread the signals. Mm. And that might be from your body as well. So things like um, I put in here, like don't don't panic about. So like we're also unique when it comes to something like sleep. Um, so, you know, don't don't panic if suddenly you need loads more sleep and you're like sleeping absolutely loads or perhaps you're not sleeping that well or like whatever it's going on or whatever's coming through your body or whatever you're feeling and all those kinds of things. It's uh there very often we we just create meaning out of stuff scare ourselves with it think something is going to be a forever dealio um and no very often you know if we've been i don't know consuming sugar drinking alcohol smoking whatever it might be for you know 10 20 30 40 50 60 however many years there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period and your body is very wise and it, and and it might be a bit kind of up and down before it stabilizes again so mm. just just trust that and yeah is that is that the magpie no it's a robin and yesterday the little robin came and came up with his little robin friend it was like they were holding wings they weren't holding wings but i was imagining that they were because they they came and hopped up right up to my little step here together they're so sweet uh yeah what i was gonna say was i've forgotten and it was about don't misread Oh yeah, that sometimes I'll hear people say things like, "Oh, God, cut out alcohol, feel really crap." So mm. I might as well just drink then. Oh yeah, I've heard and, that. And 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 this is the whole thing of like, well, the discomfort is being caused by alcohol in the first place, mm. and this is the whole scratching the itch thing. You're scratching the itch that alcohol's caused in the first place. So we need to have some patience and allow that process of detoxification and healing to take place the recalibration of the bits and pieces and the wiring just let that do its thing and recognize whenever you feel any level of discomfort that like what i told myself when i was going through this was this is this is amazing this is healing this is like i know that i'm healing and getting better because i feel this how cool is that and then notably it passes and usually, without resistance, it passes way more quickly than we um, anticipate. That being said, if you're worried about anything, if you have any concerns, then speak to your medical provider because removing alcohol is a big deal. And depending on where we are on the spectrum of use, it can be, and, and very few people are at the far end, very few people, but 
if you're at all worried, being under the supervision of a of your medical provider, being in um, communication with them about what you're doing and how they can best support you is really, really wise. Love it. Okay. This one is cool. Do trust your decision and celebrate mm. it as well. It's, um, yeah, like it, it came from you. It came from who you are, giving you the kind of like, I sort of often say to people on these, um, on these amazing uh, path groups that we're in, or maybe it's our programs as well, when people come and say, oh, I'm really in the middle of some feelings right now. And, oh my goodness, I've got this coming up and that coming up. And I'm just, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm all over the place. And it's like, well, look, we don't make amazing decisions like taking a week away from alcohol or joining a a program or whatever it might be if we haven't been in communion with, you know, ourself, with who we really are. And that voice is to be trusted. It's really, it's a beautiful thing. It's and, And to celebrate that as well. And in the moments when we can't quite feel connected we don't quite feel connected to it it doesn't mean it isn't there it hasn't gone anywhere it hasn't mm. gone anywhere it's just for a moment it's kind of the clouds are covering the sun but it's the sun's still there it does how it works it doesn't go away and you'll soon feel just fully aligned with it again if you just give it a minute um mm. and stop fighting to bring it back it will, it will come back you don't have to fight to bring it back it's right there yeah and that that add on that celebrate it it's it's important that you recognize that what you're doing is highly valuable and you're going to really spur yourself on encourage yourself and motivate yourself by looking upon what you're doing really favorably because what we typically do is what we were talking about earlier which is measure ourselves against where we'd like to be seeing the gap and focusing on that mm. you get to choose where you place your attention So placing your attention on, wow, look at this wonderful thing that I just did for myself in the last minute, in the last hour, in the last 24 hours, in the last week. Wow. And really celebrating the gift that you've given to yourself because you've done that. Nobody else has done it. You've done it. And as I often say in the coaching circles, that um, we work in, most people aren't doing this work. You look at the population of even your village or your town or your city or your state or your country, never mind continent and globe, most people aren't doing this. Most people are sleepwalking through their lives and you've made a decision. You've chosen not to be a, a sleepwalker. So just celebrating that very, very fact is really, really important love it right last one this is it don't worry about what's next this is a massive one like we future trip and scare the shit out of ourselves all the time um and we don't have to do that like by definition there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff you're going to see and a whole bunch of insights you're going to have that you haven't had yet that are going to come along the way and the way I always like to say it is that life will teach you and the life will teach you quadrant element, whatever. We just don't give enough to that. We think it's all going to be on us. It's all going to be on uh, Sam and, and and like the, my intellect. I'm going to have to figure this out and kind of just forget that there's so much stuff in the post that's going to 
going to arrive exactly when you need it, not before, not after, right on time. That's how it works. Right on time. And uh, yeah. was that in a Japanese accent? <laughs> no, not at all. That was just uh, I don't, that wasn't really in any, any accent. It was it was in a strange voice. I'll give it that. And you know, it's ride on time. <laughs> not right on time. <laughs> well, look, I'm going to be honest. Sounds sounds a combination of um, not being able to remember anything. Um, not being able to hear the lyrics properly. Robin thought it was absolutely brilliant the other day. What was it? It was an Oasis song. And I was convinced that the the lyric, I was just singing the lyrics and she was like, what did you just say? And I was like, well, it's, it's this, isn't it? And she was like, it's, it absolutely isn't that. How long have you been singing that? I was like, well, my whole life since I was 11. And I had Mr. Liam and Mr. Noel will be very upset. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I yeah. I just yeah, I don't I don't remember anything. So no, I didn't. So it's ride on time. Yeah. Sure. Right, ride what? Every day's a school day. Right, what are we riding though? Horses. Time. No time. You're riding ride on time. On time. As in oh I see, as in through the temporal dimension upon that thing that we invented to make life seem a bit easier. So we can talk about tomorrow and today and all that. Is that really mm. what it is? Yeah, go, go look it up. It's not, is it? It's right on time. You're definitely wrong. <laughs> is it from the 80s, that song? Um, I want to say it's early 90s. Oh, you're, you're probably right then, because mm, I was... Quiz it. Hang on. Come on, find oh. out. Who oh, sang it? Who sang it, anyway? Oh, God, don't. Like, I can't fucking remember anything either, can I? Well, you can't have a go at me for not knowing the lyrics if you don't <sighs> know who it was. Come on, Black look. Box. Of course, it was Black Box. Black Box. And it was, when was it? Du, 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 du. Mm. Right, right. Uh, no, see? Doing it. You said it. Come on, get yeah. the lyrics. Like, like, 1990. You know, so I was bang on. Yeah. Oh, hang on a minute. It was released as a single in July 1989. Come on. Get the lyrics out. And yeah, I'll just keep telling everybody. So yeah, don't worry about what's next. Ride on time. And do you, you actually want the, the lyrics, do you? I want you to tell me if it's actually what you said it was. It is, is... yeah. Of course, it's right on time. Well, that doesn't make any gotta sense. Got to get up, got to get up, got to get up. Oh, that's it. Yeah, and great. Take my love we need a different mic for you. <laughs> is it? Is it then? Come on, you haven't said the... Yeah, of course. That's the name of the song, Sam. Oh. Right, okay. Well... Right on time, the universe has delivered us the message that we should stop making this uh, podcast episode as well. Like because looking at it... you whilst I'm reading, you're a hot temptation. <laughs> it's been it's been such a uh, an unprofessional start and finish to this show. One of no, our finest, I'd say. I blame you. Well, no, yes. Now that's I'm not saying that's bad. To be honest with you, I mean, if we were going to define our core values for present and sober, which we haven't done yet, we need to get together and do that. I have a feeling that neither of us would have said very professional. <laughs> I imagine that's going to come out on our list of brainstorms. Oh, professional. Oh, yeah, yeah. Write that down. Professional. Um, what else wouldn't? Oh, I'm, I'm quite interested in doing the what we're not. Perhaps we'll do it live. We'll record it and make it a podcast. Yeah, there you go. Watch out, folks. That's a good one in the bag coming up. We've also got some um, exciting guests. Yes, we up. do. 
And we always like to keep you on toes, keep you on your toes with <laughs> guests, because, you know, we, we, yeah, we, we're trying to find um, people that are really out there doing it. Uh, you know, yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. Prof- not professionals, but just interesting peeps. And we've mm. got some very, very cool people coming up. So we're excited yeah. to put them out there. And some returning people from days of yonder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Right then. Go on. Say something profound. Come on. Oh, leave our, listen- leave our listeners like with something profound. That puffer fish it's- impression. Oh, you've got <laughs> something. Go on. I was, I was going to think that came to mind was um, that sticky that sticky woolly stuff from the garden <laughs> do you used to play with that as a kid <laughs> I'm, I'm not sorry the sticky willy stuff from the garden yeah no, no, what do we i'll oh, send that, you some through the is post that what it's called sticky that's not all those things that get all over you and stick all those that make you get itchy not the barble things no but what do you mean the, oh you, you lob it at somebody and it sticks oh to yeah. yeah 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 I, really? I, we never called it that though I don't know what we called it. Yeah, we said we used to do all sorts of funny stuff. Um living in living in the country. Mm. There was an adder the other day. Bitter dog. Fortunately not one of mine. Is it alright? I don't know. I haven't heard an update on the dog. I'm hoping so. Yeah, me too. Was it a big dog? I think it was a uh, retriever. Mm. Well hopefully he's alright. Was she? Yeah. Okay. On that bombshell. Right for the dog. Love you all.